Hello and welcome to the first ever episode of Me and My Mates with me, Michael James, and you guessed it, my mates. Hey, well, I'm live. Right, well, um, what do you want me to talk about? Best things. Best things ever. I know too many people have a swear word, but to me it's a hobby. You do, you fight, you fight for your rights. You don't get a new fact if you can't pump heads. Do you know what I mean, girl? So those are my mates. You've met them. Now hear more of their adventures, bugbears and comedy mishaps, proving variety really is the spice of everyday life. Finding a good handyman is sometimes very hard, but have you ever been so displeased with your builder, plumber, shelf fixer, gardener, that you've wanted to send them to prison? Well, that's something that Terry Crouch fears every day. And it's something he spoke about when I phoned him up earlier on. Terry? What are you doing, mate? I'm just nailing in um, some pictures for uh, Mrs. Dobson. Oh, sorry, mate. You're working? Uh, I was. I was just on the job. Oh, do you want me to call you back later? Who is it? It's Michael. I, I never worked at KFC, but I popped in a few times, yeah. No, I don't want to buy any um, CDs off you, mate. I don't buy copied CDs off people. No, no, it's, it's, it's Michael James, Terry. Oh, Michael James. Oh, yeah. What's, what's wrong? Do you remember I spoke to you about doing a podcast? Oh, yeah. Well, you're doing it now. Oh, I'm live. Yeah, you're live. Well, kind oh. of. It's recorded. Oh, right. Well, um, what do you want me to talk about? Well, uh, explain who you are, Terry. Let's explain to the listener. Um, well, I'm, I'm Terry. Um, I do um, Andy work. And the banging of Mrs. Dobson's picture frames. Um, and I, um, I'm from Bristol, but I now come to London to make it to the big time because no one earns more than £8,000 in filtered in Bristol. So I've come to London to earn more money. How, and how much have you pounds. earned? Uh, this week, uh, I've earned uh, 75 quid in three days. That That's not bad, mate. It's not bad, but I've had a lot of trouble because, um, well, people, because there's been 47,000 complaints of dodgy building and the work in the West Country and so people think, oh Terry, are you one of those dodgy cowboys? The and and the, the, the West residents of the South West right. they said it's in the paper, they go the what you should do what you should do if there's a dodgy cowboy what should you do to the dodgy cowboy blokes? They said take him to prison. Prison? Yeah. They said send them to prison. It's in the paper in the Bristol Evening Boot. I, I believe but, you, mate. I believe you. But if I was in prison, what, oh, what are you in for? Oh, robbing a bank. What are you in for? Oh, you know, stealing a car. What are you in for, Terry? Inserting a dodgy ballcock. <laughs> yeah, that. Where does it stop? You know, where, what, what? You know? It's disgusting, isn't it? Screen, you know. Watching a bloke, my gardener mate, yeah? Yeah. In prison, you know, picking up the soap. Why some airy man's behind him? You know? 
And what's he, why, why is he in there? Why is he in there? For, he's in prison for putting down Mrs. Singh's grass seeds, I think, right? Oh, that, that's, that's bad, isn't it? And are you scared? You not of Bullcox, Are you scared that you might go to prison? Have you got one? Have I got what? A dodgy bullcock. <laughs> um, I think my bullcock's all right. I haven't checked it lately. Good. Everyone should check their bullcock. I, I I will afterwards. I will. I won't do it right now. Don't worry. But are you not worried about going to prison? And do you do either? I don't know, and I do all my jobs good because I am, as I said in the first one, I'm bum register, which is the builders union management, and there is, well, bum is you know behind me every step of the way. You see, so to stop things, and I and vice versa. And they're they're a good union, are they? I I'm behind, I am behind bum all the way because bum will help and stop people like me from doing dodgy jobs. That, that's important. Bum will squeeze everything out. It, bum... <laughs> bum will squeeze everything out. Everything out. And that's what you get for 69.99 a year. <laughs> bum is there to protect you. Okay. And it would often soften the blow of your bum, wouldn't it? It does, yeah. That's what they're there for. Oh, that, that's good. To, that's good to know that unions are behind you, mate. It is. Thank, thank you so much, Terry. Hey, it's been a pleasure speaking to you. Who's pleasuring themselves? I've, I've got to go, mate. All right. I'll speak to you later. Wait. Bye. Good old Terry. Couldn't wait to get back to work. Oh, and just for the record, I've never, ever sold any dodgy DVDs. The next phone call I made was to Ed Ducamp. Yes, that is his real name. And he is our celebrity reporter. Just when you thought everybody had stopped talking about Big Brother, along comes Ed. Prepare to be Ducamped with Ed. Michael, hi. How are you, Gordon? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm very well. How are you? What have you been doing? Lots, darling, lots. You're a celebrity reporter, is that right, Ed? That's right, that's me. Everything celebrity, from reality TV, boy bands, as you know, for me it's boy bands forever. <laughs> and would you class Big Brother as celebrity? I would, wouldn't you? Well, well I suppose we do. Doing... my life. <laughs> what, Big Brother's your life? Who's going to be on it? I told you, I get killed. Oh, come on, come on, Ed. Just think, just think, Zedless. I know to many people that's a swear word, but to me it's a hobby. I was lucky enough to be there at the eviction at the live final with the lovely Davina, of course. Did you get to speak to her? Oh, I had a little chat. She was in a hurry. She's always in a hurry for some reason. Not sure why. What did you chat about? And it rained constantly. <laughs> Curly was not the word. I mean, 
bathroom umbrellas. Nobody offered me a brolly. I suppose they wouldn't really because I did scale the wall to get in there. But you'd think, you know, you'd think to see a guy in danger. No one came to my aid, though. That's disgusting. Did Dermot not run to you? George, yes, George and... I mean, bye-bye Zazie, as if she'll be back next season. Was she not very good? Oh, she was shambolic, shambolic. Okay, so who who was your favourite out of Big Brother, Ed? Um, to be honest, this year I have to say there wasn't a favourite. They were all, I mean, they were losers. I mean, as you know, Michael, I've auditioned for Big Brother so many times. I think my celebrity status goes before me, though, because for some reason I get shown the door in round one every time. Can you believe uh, that? I, 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 can't, I can't believe it. Strange. To it's... be honest, I well up when we speak about Can we move on from the audition? Because it does upset me. I mean, there's always next year, but at the moment it's still a bit raw, you know? Well, I'm very sorry, Ed. Yeah, onwards and upwards, darling, onwards and upwards. Let's talk this year's, this year's contestants. I mean, what was going on in the final? Why was Rex... In the final. Did you not like him and his quiff? Oh, his quiff, his quiff is horrendous. The only good thing about the rainy eviction night on final night was the fact that him and that ratty little girlfriend, Nicole, of his got booed beyond belief. Even I was booed, and you know I don't like to upset anybody, Michael. Quite glad well Rachel won. She was a Welsh girl, and I'm familiar with Wales myself, but the reason I think she won it is because on the night, Wales was under six inches of water. Everyone was at home, nothing to do but ring for the Welsh girl. And she won with 51% of the vote, leaving blind Mikey behind with just 49% of the vote. Of course. Thank you so much, Ed. I'm going to have to wrap it up because we've got other people to phone. I'm going to be phoning Andy later. I'll give him my love at Gordon, thanks. <laughs> He's a celebrity, isn't he? He is a celebrity in his own right. <laughs> so and thank you so much for... Oh, thank you. Who's that kiss to? Is that to me or is that to everybody? No, Andy, darling, sorry. Oh. Oh, there's one for you. <laughs> thank you, Ed. Thank you so much, buddy. You are welcome. I'll, I'll speak to you same time, same place next week with more celebrity gossip. It, it won't be next week, but um, I'll, I'll phone you soon, I'm sure. Oh, it won't be next week. Well, we, we, can't, we can't do it every week. I don't know. I just don't want to speak to you every week, if that's all right. I'll have more celebrity gossip next week. I, I know, but like once every couple, once every month or so, I think it's enough. Okay, well, you know me, Michael. I always want for second chances. I'll speak to you soon, darling. And remember, big brother forever! Ed got really excited when I said I was going to speak to Andy. And he even blew him a kiss. I didn't blow him a kiss, but I did say yes. Yes to what? Find out. Here's the phone call. Hello, is Andy there? Yes, Mikey. Hello, it's Andy. Hello, Geese. How are you? Hello, mate. How's it going? You all right? Yeah, yeah, I'm fine, mate. You're going to be talking to us about happy things. Is that right? Well, originally, mate, I was going to be talking to you about happy things, and, and it, that what I'm going to be talking to you about is happy, but it's just because I've been reading it recently. Have you ever read a book called The Yes Man by Danny Wallace? Is no. it about somebody that says yes? I don't know. It's a title that gives it away, isn't it? It is. It's ruined. I'm not going to read it. <laughs> do you think they possibly talking about no as well? I doubt it. I doubt no, they it. They do. They do. He does talk about no. Let me talk to you about the book just briefly. I don't want to give you a 
few um, a few things that he does in the book. It's all true story. He's a bit depressed. He splits up with his girlfriend. And anyway, he's sitting on a bus. Right. Just talking to this bloke who's a, uh, a teacher of sorts. Doesn't really know much about him, but he gets talking to him. And he starts saying, oh, yeah, my life's a bit, like, boring, and this is happening, this is happening. And this guy turns around and basically says, why don't you try saying yes more? And this is, like, the best thing anyone could have ever said to him because it inspires him to start a kind of internal project. He decides that he's going to set himself a challenge of saying yes for the whole day, the next day. And he's really, really excited. Next day, he looks on his emails, see what comes up, and there's a couple of mates that usually say, do you want to come out? And he says no. Um, and he says yes to them, so, uh, which is unusual for him. And he then bumps into, uh, like, uh, you know, those annoying charity people. I say annoying, you know, but they're doing a good thing, I suppose. <laughs> yeah, but they are annoying because you're walking down the street and they just attack you. Yeah. And he bumps into one of those and they said, do you want to sponsor an old person? And because he was saying yes, he was like, yes, you know, and he felt good about it because obviously he's helping someone out. And then he, he walks, like I said, two metres down and he bumps into another person and he has to say yes. And <laughs> they're saying, do you want to sponsor an old person? He ends up sponsoring about three old people within the space of about five minutes, spending like, I don't know, three pounds a month. But he's, he's feeling good about it. It's all good. And then lots of other things happen. Um, he decides to help this uh, this, this blind guy. The guy said, "I tell you, what you can do. You can get me a um, you can give me some change. You can give me a pound or something." He said, "I haven't got any, I haven't got a pound, but I've got some. Um, I can go and get some change." So he goes over to go and get a paper, and he gets his change, and then he comes back, and basically the blind guy kind of takes all of the change. But then, as a result of it, he's got this newspaper. So he sits on a train, he reads this newspaper, and he comes out with this one of these scratch cards. And he says, do you want to win, blah, blah, blah. So he's like, he's obliged to say yes. So he scratches it off, and he ends up winning 25 grand. 25 grand? Yeah, but then he loses Jeez. it just as quick as he wins it because he done something wrong and, and scratched off a void part of the card. So he ends up losing it. But the point was, and he was really, really happy because the point was, Yes, led him to this um, this situation, this scenario. Lots of other things happen, but I won't spoil it. But the whole point of me talking about this book is that it's positive and that people, when they say yes, um, and they're more upbeat about saying yes to something, then things tend to happen. But just as much as you should say yes, you should also say no, because it's just as important. You know, you can't be saying yes to everything. This is just an extreme. Yeah, because there's so many people in life that do get stopped because they keep saying no at things and they're just their life is just plodding along and nothing more than that until they say yes to something new. Yeah, well, it sucks, buddy, yeah. Because Are you saying that I'm say talking doing? rubbish? What's that? Are you saying that I'm talking rubbish? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You can say that.
say yes, just like Danny Wallace, to everything. One day, you can pick the day, but you okay. have to say yes, and you can't let me down. I'm basically copying the book. It's not original at all. But then putting it on somebody else rather than actually being the author and doing it yourself, you're putting it on me. Yeah, basically, <laughs> I want you to ruin your life and <laughs> get rid of your job and lose your girlfriend and your house. Oh. Be positive whilst you're doing it. What if that makes me upset? <laughs> oh, what? But that, they're, they're everywhere. Where I work, those people are everywhere, those charity people. Yeah, mate, well, you're going to have to get your money out and start paying up. Mate, so are you going to take on the challenge? Okay, can I, can I start a day and if I think, yeah, I can say yes to that and then if something comes along that I have to say no to, I then do it the next day? No. Okay. Come on, Michael. Okay, <laughs> you really put me on the spot here, Andy. Oh, mate, it'll be interesting for people to hear it as well. No, you know, no, it will. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Do it, mate. You do it. You fight. You fight for your rights. To party. <laughs> okay, thank you so much for talking to us, Andy. That's all right, mate. No worries. You must do your yes challenge. You must tell me exactly when you're going to do it. Actually, when are you going to do it? I'll do it Friday because I'm seeing you Friday night. I'll do it Friday. Well, that was Andy. And when I asked him, would you mind being on this podcast and I'm going to give you a phone call, I did not expect a challenge. Great! (laughs) The next phone call is the last for this podcast and I thought I'd go a little bit international. I went as far as Ireland to go and catch up with Bernie. I didn't travel there. I phoned him and he spoke about thumping people, which translates in English as thumping people, which I think means hit. Hello, is that Bernie? Who, who wants to know? Yeah, Bernie, it's Michael. Oh, it's Michael, Michael James. That's right, mate. How are you? I just, I just I'm fine, am I? It's Bernie McDonough here. Lovely, lovely to hear from you, Michael. Brilliant. Is it, uh, are you to, is it work you're looking me for? Do you need, have you a job you want me to do for you? No, what it is, uh, we're recording the podcast right now. Oh, you're not. Am I here? What? Yeah. I'm on the radio. Yes, yeah, hello. Hello, hello, I'm, Jesus, I'm on the radio, I'm famous. How's it going, Michael, anyway? <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Have you ever been on the radio before? That's it, it's hot. never on the radio once. I was on a television once. Broke the thing, too heavy. <laughs> I'm only joking. <laughs> you never, you, you, you're a bit of a star, though. You've got a celebrity way about you. I feel an awe of celebrity. Would you stop it now, would you? I will show you, know, I've been known among the travelling community as a bit of a celebrity, to be honest. Because I'll pump the head of any man. Literally, I'll t- I am probably the best fighter around. I am one of the gypsy kings. They call me Fancy Toes, and I'll pump the head of you. All right. That, that's... Uh, you know. How, how, how many people that's... have you fought? 49. 49? Since last Tuesday. Whoa. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't get record, to be honest now, you know. But, you know, a bit of boxing, that's what we do. That's the way of our life, you know, as a travelling man. You have to fight what you want, you know. There's, there's, you don't get any respect if you can't pump heads. Do you know what I mean, bro? What sort of things do you fight for? Why would you fight? Well, you know, we fight. We fight for caravans. I, you know, I pumped the head of, of uh, 
Bernie Ward yesterday. I talked ahead of him and I got myself a, a brand new, brand new, convo- you know, caravan with the, 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 you know, the wax inside it. It has wheels. Wow. It has a table. It has the unbroken windows. And that's because I talked ahead of Bernie Ward yesterday. Now, on Friday past there, I bit the head of Peter Gabriel and I got four horses and two dogs. Is Peter Gabriel's famous, isn't he? Isn't that... A- He's famous because Bernie, Bernie McDonough talked ahead of him last week. He's famous because I bit ahead of him. Now, I won the, the horses, dogs, and I got a table tennis table. That's because, you know, it's great because they're all my hobbies. I love um, doing a bit of, you know, horse riding. We do loads down in Blackpool. You know, we, we, um, you know, we, 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 we tell people it's a donkey, but, you know, it's actually a horse. But, you know, they'll pay good money for riding around the beach. Then we do a bit of dog fighting. We put a couple of dogs in a ring. They come up the back backside, and then they, you know they hit the head of each other's. Then people pay good money for that, and then to the table tennis, which you know I like to do at the weekends when I'm not you know thumping the head of people. And now you've got your new table, you can practice. Oh, tell you what, now I'll be practicing with anybody, and if anybody beats me, I'll thump the head of them. <laughs> I'm only joking. Sure maybe you'll come over for a bit of a game, Michael. Will you? A bit of table tennis? Yeah, no, I'd love to, mate. But as long as it doesn't end in a fight, because I, I can't really hold a punch, and you know I can't really fight. Listen, Michael, when you're over here at the camp, when you're up here at the camp and me and all my travelling friends, boys, you, you, you're guests, you know? We wouldn't be baiting you up now at all. If oh. you touch one of my sisters now, if, if you touch one of my sisters, I'd probably have to nail it to a tree. To all right, okay. Well, I've seen photos of one of your sisters, and if you don't mind me saying, they are pretty hot. And I wouldn't mind, you know, uh, getting okay. to know them a little bit better. Well, I'm not sure now, Michael. Well, you know, that's very strong words that are coming from you now. That's literally, that's literally, you, you, you know, you could have yourself a deal by the weekends you have. I've got, I've got, you know, I've got 15 brothers and sisters now. And, you know, I've got Kitty Gritty Mary, Jim John, Bita Helen, Michael, Trudy, Tommy, Dan, Sean, Shane, Louise, Ed, Ned, Madonna, Carrie, Johnny, Bernard, Jim, Captain Lucy, Patricia, Anne, Michael, Michael, Joseph, Shane, Tom, Peter, Philip, Tina Turner. And you've got to oh, wow. from any one of them, I'm telling you now. Boys and girls <laughs> alike. What would you like? Um, I'd like a girl. All right, sure, Jill. You can have, come and have your pick. And you bring bring along yourself four horses, a couple of dogs, and a couple of new table tennis bats. And you can have your choice. We'll have the wedding by Wednesday. Shing, shing, bang. You're one of the family. I didn't really want to marry any of them. I was just thinking about getting to know them, maybe go on a quick date. None of that happens around here. You literally wake up, you go to school, you finish when you're about 14. Right. You learn to ride horses, fight people. You get married to your uncle's sister, and then you're, you know, you live your life thumping the head of people, selling carpets, and, and all that, that kind of stuff. That's a good life, isn't it? Oh, it's oh, the best life. Thank you so much for speaking to us, Bernie. Michael, not a problem. Listen, anytime you want to come around for a cup of tea, you bring the hobnobs, we'll have a party. You! <laughs> what if I don't manage to get any hobnobs? I'm sure it is. I'm sure somebody will have one. I wouldn't panic. I can still come around? Not a problem. Well, bring your own cup, because ours all taste the feces. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I don't really want a cup that tastes like that, so thanks for the warning, Bernie. And I'll speak to you very soon, mate. Not a problem, Jesus Christ. Toodle-o and all that, and I'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And that's the last phone call of the first ever episode of Me and My Mates. We've had Ed... Bernie, Terry and Andy. If you want to contact them or contact me, please email us, michael at meandmymates.org. 
That's michael at meandmymate.org. If you've been listening to this via iTunes, please select subscribe and then you'll be updated instantly with the next episode. The next episode will have some of those guys and some of my other mates because believe it or not, I have got more than four mates. Thanks for listening to me, Michael James and my mates.